Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine, and we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, loves. Episode 102 the billion dollar most googled <laughs> question <laughs> there is about how do i not online date and meet men in real life and boy do we have an episode for you because i have a lot of feelings about this one and of course we're going to offer you very practical and tangible ways to do this you are itching to say something i see i face. just <laughs> You can tell when I'm on the verge. I just have to I say, I wanted to call this episode Tired of Tinder and bump, Burnt Out from Bumble. <laughs> How to Date Men in Real Life. Okay, you can go. Tired of Tinder. We did. We already did an episode on dating, online dating burnout. So please go check yes. out that one. Yes. And yes. if, you know, like, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> the energy that you bring to online dating and to meeting people in real life, most of the time women are walking through the world, overworked, stressed out, shut down. And then you're wondering why no one asks you out. And then you freak out if someone approaches you in the grocery store or Starbucks. Like, let's be fair. You get shitty and freak out when a man gives you a compliment or, or walks up to you and says something to you. And then you go home and complain about how you're not meeting any men. Let's just be honest for a second. <laughs> and Kate and I were both laughing. The truth is every single boyfriend I've ever had, I've met in real life. Andrew is the only person I met online and who ended up being my husband. So the first thing in terms of meeting men in real life is you have to take stock right now of how do you show up in your life? Mm -hmm. Are you running from one thing to the next? And you've got a big agenda about every single second of your day being filled. Are you not confident? And go check out our episode on confidence, but not confidence. So then when you're doing the everyday things, your head is down or you're on your phone or you're totally shut down and turned off from life. And if you have not a read pussy by mama Gina, everyone needs to go get that book. So I'm stealing this from her because she writes a whole page about this. And I'm sure you remember this too. Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe could be walking down the street and the second she would see the paparazzi, Mama Gina talked about how the lights would turn on for Marilyn, that in a millisecond, she could turn on the archetype of alive mm. and open and beautiful woman and that every woman has access to that. Yes. So you don't, you, we're not saying that you have to walk around turned on and lit up all the time, but you have to know how to turn it on. You have to know how to let your whole energy say, yes, I'm available for this. And no, I'm not. Most of you are too afraid 
or it feels too exposed or feels too vulnerable, which is where the inner work comes in. You're afraid to be in that position. You're afraid to be joyful and open and present. So it's much easier to be shut down. And then you complain about why men never approach you in real life. <laughs> this I'm so happy you started with this. Like I, it's so true. It's the energy of who you're being. It, it always, whatever you're attracting, even like shitty situations, like there's something happening inside of you that's attracting that. And so I think of, I mean, the best example is like how many of you have experienced or have you experienced traveling and being walking this through the streets of Rome and feeling so sexy and beautiful. I know all my clients were like, oh my God, men are so forward here and they are so complimentary and they're so approachable and they just hit on you. And I had clients that had Greek lovers before they even got to the immersion. I was like, (laughs) good on you. And it was so, it's so cool because we get to have this experience of being in a new place where you're walking through the world a little slower. You don't have all the agendas and the stress you're looking with the eyes of wonder, like a little kid, just like, oh my God, look at the beauty. Wow, where am I? So there's an openness to your energetic field and to your heart. And then you are approachable. And, you know, in North America, I mean, I certainly know I've talked to a lot of men who feel a lot of confusion right now because of everything, the Me Too movement and feminism, and they've wanted to like good men who've wanted to support women and help empower women, but also have been like confused about like not wanting women to feel like they're, they're hitting on them all the time and not wanting to like, there's such blurred lines now, which is why it's essential for you to be walk through the world with your heart open, but also know how to say it's a no for me. And, you know, being able to stay in the energy of even if an unattractive man hits on you, who you think is too old or too like creepy or weird that you can actually stay. Obviously, if someone's like being inappropriate, that's a different thing. But to walk through the world and actually just be able to connect with someone who might think they want to take you on a date, but that you can actually just stay rooted in connection and you're keeping your heart open. And when they ask you on a date, you say, it's a no for me, but thank you so much for asking it really like I'm, I'm totally flattered or it means so much to me, or thank you for, you know, complimenting me that meant a lot where you can actually keep your heart open and be in the energy of appreciation. Like when, even when, even when men like stare at me, check me out, whatever, like a lot of women are angry about that. And I, and I say, thank you every time, because unless someone's like inappropriately, like, but for the most part, like I'm able to stay in the energy of, because I'm sovereign and I'm in my power. So, so this is, I'm not in my pleaser, like, Oh no, someone, gave me a compliment. So that means I have to go for coffee with them or someone, you know, did something nice for me. So that means like that was old me. So I wouldn't be able to do this. So you have to be rooted in both having your heart open and being able to stand up for yourself and speak your truth. But I love the feeling now, like when, when someone hits on me or compliments me or asks me out, I'm like, thank you. I love that you just had the courage to, to ask me out. And you know, it's, it's not, 
it's an, it's not going to happen. That's kind of mean, but it's a no for me, but, um, or it's a no, but I really appreciate your courage and I appreciate you asking and it means a lot. Right. So you can, cause also like we are like men are sensitive too. And I think so often we forget that we, as women, you know, are so sensitive and we're more outwardly expressed with our sensitivity and our emotions. Yeah. So often men are sensitive and they just shut down parts of themselves because they've been shut down by women that they don't know if it's okay anymore. So to be the woman who can engage and connect with a man, like you're giving a gift to every person you can, even if this 70 year old man has a crush on you and you're 30 and you're like, Hey, that's weird and creepy. You can still be in the energy of, I can give them this gift of my connection and my conversation and you saying hello. And I can still say, no, it's a no for me, but you know, thanks for the compliment. Cause it, that's a gift that you're giving him and, and, and knowing how to walk away and knowing how to set boundaries, like it's essential, but also like you can be that per do you know how much more enjoyable life is when you are that person walking through the world with your heart open and just in so connection and what moving through life, like you do on vacation slower and actually happy and present and seeing people and connecting with the barista and connecting at the coffee shop, like not only do you have a way more likely chance of meeting someone, but you are so much happier because you're what, why, what are we protecting ourselves from? Like you can walk away, you can say no. And if you can't that those are skills that are important to learn. Yes. And I just think about when I lived in that building, when you came and stayed with me and it had, I lived in this monster building that had so many people living in it. And I was still with Jeff at the time. And, um, I remember I got hit on so many times in that building because there were lots of people and it just was always meeting people in the elevators and stuff. And I always just said, you know, it's no for me or whatever did my loving boundary. But there's this one guy, Fernando, who like was this sweet, like I had, I had a crush on him, but like a friend, friendly crush, but he was just this like super handsome Argentinian guy. And he was so sweet. And I, I told him, you know, it, it's a no. I said I had a, it's a no, I'm in a relationship because he's actually someone that if I wasn't in a relationship, I would go on a date with. Whereas this other guy asked me out and I said, I didn't say I was in a relationship because I wanted it to be clear that it was a no, whether I was right. single or not, because you're misleading someone. If you say I'm in a relationship, well, now it's an excuse. And they're like, oh, I have a chance. So if she breaks up with her boyfriend. Then I have a chance. Not that you're responsible for other people's perception, but Clear communication is just more powerful. So the guy, one of the guys that hit on me in the elevator, John, like I would just say, it's a no for me, John, but I'll keep chatting with you in the elevator and I'm flattered. And then with Fernando, mm -hmm. I'd say, I can't, or I'm not going to go for coffee because I'm in a relationship, but you know, perhaps we can, you know, well, I'm, we can keep being friends or whatever around here. And that's what happened. And he's my friend still to this day, but he, mm -hmm. but it, he was actually someone that if I was single, I would date. There is so much that you just said, and can everyone can feel how nuanced this is. And I think there's a big, first, there's a big difference between being compl complimented and catcalled. So please know Kate and I yes. are not saying that you need to tolerate being catcalled. Yeah. It's shitty and creepy yeah. and we understand. Totally. Being complimented, being checked out, someone glancing at you. Mm -hmm. First of all, get used to how fucking beautiful you are. Yes. Right. All, all of this is actually about insecurity. And if I'm insecure, I don't feel safe. 
And how you feel safe is doing inner healing work so that you aren't always in protection mode and you're not always angry and you're not carrying Mm -hmm. your trauma of the past. And then the world becomes a safe place because you don't have to live hypervigilant and on guard all the time. Or like you just said, the people pleaser who feels obligated to do something back every time a man does something. I mean, fear does not create love. So if you want Mm -hmm. love, you need love love creates love and the loving energy of loving yourself and being confident, (laughs) confident and being out in the world is the magic. And there is a big difference between I'm going to go to 15 network events this month so that I meet men versus doing the work. And this is the secret of this episode. You meet men in real life when you're actually not trying to meet men in real life. When you actually are focused on the energy you want to bring to your life, that's how you become naturally attractive. Mm -hmm. Every boyfriend I ever had, I met in real life. I never went to an event. This is for all of you that say the shitty, are there going to be any single guys there? Are there going to be any single guys there? Are there going to be any single Uh, guys there? You're saying that from fear and from lack. So I have two things to say about this first boyfriend I met, he was the friend of my friend's boyfriend on the hockey team. Second boyfriend I met at a concert, him and his friends have to be happened to be parked across the street from where my friends and I were. And I actually went up to him and started talking and my, my lovely transformed my life. Jamie (laughs) X I met at the gym. I was working at the gym and he came in to work out at the gym and we exchanged numbers and off we went. I wasn't saying I'm on a mission to meet men in real life. And like, this is where Mm. I'm going. And we forget if you trust that the energy, if you make what matters, the energy you bring to your life and you go to a party and you're being yourself and you end up talking to someone who maybe isn't a match for you, but that person says, wait a minute. Oh my God, this girl's so awesome. I have someone I might want to set her up with. Like we forget that love and partnership can happen in a million different ways. But when you're in your head, when you're in your fear, when you're putting all this pressure on yourself, or you're literally Googling, where do I meet men? And then you start going to all these events of things you're not even fucking interested in. Like, don't go hiking. If you don't give a shit about hiking in order to meet people, don't go on a bike ride. If you don't like biking, Don't go to a networking event if it's not a topic that you actually care about. Go because you want to expand in your life. You want to open your heart. You want to be available for connection. And then it can happen a million different ways. And I said to you before we hit record, I treated online dating like I was meeting someone in real life. And I always say to my clients, and I said it on all the online dating podcast episodes, when you sign on to an app, you're going to a party. You never go to a party and talk to every single person at the party, nor like every single person at the party. Mm -hmm. But sometimes a magical thing happens or you strike up a conversation with someone who ends up being amazing. Most of you are so shut down and in your head that online dating feels draining and boring because you're expecting someone else to entertain you rather than you bringing the joy and you bringing the lightness and you being the sparkle and surprise to, to start a conversation with someone. Also, it's okay to ask men out. You are not not being feminine when Mm -hmm. you do that. I want to blow my fucking brains out about that. If you have a crush on a coworker, ask him out. 
If you keep seeing the same person at the gym that you like, that you want to get to know, ask them out. If there's a guy, actually, I totally want to help my dog walker. I think he's, he's a divorced dad. He's so handsome and so kind. And I'm actually figuring out how I can start talking to him about the fact that I'm a relationship coach and I want to know more about who he is and I want to help him meet someone, but maybe he already is in a relationship. But if you have a dog, let me tell you, dog parks are great places to meet people and walking with your dog, but feel how it's not about, I'm going to go meet men in real life. Yeah. And if you don't want an online date, that's okay. But feel the energy you then have to bring to your life. And we are not Rapunzel in a tower expecting the knight in shining armor to slay all the dragons to get to you. You do have to be approachable. No man is going to slay the dragon of your shut down bitch face in order to come talk to you. It's actually really rude and unrealistic to expect someone to break down all the walls that you've built around your heart. Because if he were man enough and strong enough, he would come walk over. No, that's, that's not how you want to start a relationship. You start, if you want an equal relationship then start treating men with respect. And I love, you kept bringing that that you kept saying it in the way that you would talk to men of like, thank you for your courage. I'm so flattered. Yeah. Right. Like, thank, thank you so much for taking the time to say that. Thank you so much for acknowledging that that's being genuine and reciprocal and relating rather than making them bad and wrong for not doing what you want to do. Yeah. And I think we push it away. I had this client who right after the immersion, it it was hilarious. We were out in Mykonos dancing and this guy hit on her and she's like, see Kate, it just, her saboteur hijacked her for a moment. She was like, see, it just happened. That guy just tried to buy me a drink. Like, ugh, it's always guys like that, that I'm not attracted to. And I was like, and that's your problem right there. That's your problem that you're in the energy of being repulsed by it instead of saying, oh my gosh, thank you. And universe more of that. Yes. If when you're in the energy of appreciation for the thing, you're going to get more rather than be like, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. And of course, what's underneath that is I'm not good enough. And then we push everything else and like all the external judgments we have are simply just reflections of the judgments we have internally. And I mean, Mm. it's like, we can either, you can either make someone's day, which also will feel really good for you, or you can like you know, add to their pain patterns and add to your own. Like it's just energy is everything. And I love, I love what you said. It's all so, so important about it to me, what you were saying, it sounded like attachment dating when you're attached, like when you're like, I'm going to the party to meet other single guys. Do you have single friends like this? Really desperation is the energy of like trying to find a partner. And if you're in that energy period, like, I feel like we haven't talked about this in a while that means you are attached to a result, meaning you're in discord with where you are. And when you're in discord with where you are, you are going to be pushing away the thing that you want because you're not actually Mm -hmm. celebrating and appreciating where you are. So if you're single, whether you've been single for 10 years or for five minutes, celebrate being a sovereign single woman, right? We are rewriting what it means to be single. It doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. Like what, why do we even have a label? It's like you're in a relationship or you're not in a relationship. Having a label is ridiculous. It's pointless. And so you're just a sovereign woman who's walking through the world in a relationship or you're a sovereign woman walking through the world, not in a relationship. Embrace where you are, celebrate where you are. And then, like you said, when you walk through the world, filled up within yourself, moving slower through the world, actually connecting with people, 
you never know who you're going to meet and where it's going to lead. And, and, but it comes from that openness and from being here and now and not being attached to a result. Like if you are have an agenda ever is not going to go well. And the part of you, I mean, even the thing about asking someone out, I totally agree with that, depending on where it's coming from again, like, because if it's coming from the controller saboteur archetype, then it's not the thing like then actually don't. But if you're, if it's coming from like non-attachment where you're not, you know, like, Oh, he better say yes. Or it's going to mean something about me if he doesn't or yeah. Or, or trying to control the situation, like check in with your energy around it. When you're coming, when you're in that soft place where you're just like, you know what? I like this guy. I want to like go for coffee and get to know him more. Great. Tell him that go for coffee and let yourself follow Mm -hmm. that like heart feeling rather than like the, again, it's like, we, I, I think we said this last episode was like, is the decision rooted in fear? If it's rooted in fear, it's not going to go well. But if it's rooted in truth, new truth podcast, follow your truth, no matter what it is. We don't follow Mm -hmm. rules on the new truth podcast. We make our own, we follow our own path and our own truth. Mm -hmm. So if it's truth and it just feels like, I'm curious about this guy. I want to get to know him more cool. Or this woman, I want to get to know her more. Great. Go, go for coffee. Mm -hmm. Actually, I did that. (laughs) So funny with, with my friend, Gabriella, who's now a dear friend, but I had a crush on her. She didn't know this. She thought we were just like getting to know each other's friends. And I was like wanting to like get to know her because I had a crush on her, but the crush actually dissipated once we got to know each other, not because she's not the most extraordinary human, but because she was just meant to be my friend and that's it. And, and so like, mm-hmm. even if you have a crush on someone, so much of crushes, crush energy is super fun, the feeling, yes. but so much of the story is a fantasy anyways, it's because you don't know them. So we can make up all these stories about mm-hmm. thinking someone's our ideal partner, but you go, you go on a date with them, ask them for coffee, hang out with them and it might go away. And then maybe that person will end up with your sister or you'll end up with their neighbor. Like you never know where something's going to end up you your job is to surrender to life but like to be that woman who walks through the world freaking celebrating where she is because guess what there's going to be a time if you're single there's going to be a time where you're in relationship and you're like damn i wish i was single again it was so fun (laughs) and i was so free and i could literally have greek lovers as much as i want and i can gallivant and and Mm. whatever and not have to consider another person It's like, there is such, like, there are blessings on both sides and there's challenges on both sides. So just remember the importance of, Mm -hmm. because I know women who've been single for like five years, 10 years, and like, they haven't really enjoyed, they've literally been in discord with it the whole time, whether the discord looks like shut down from love altogether, or the discord looks like dating like a machine to try and thousand first dates to try and find a baby daddy or find a partner. It's like, either way or just hating being single exactly being in resistance and discord so either way you're missing it like how can you actually celebrate the phase you're in and be with it because it's here and the energy of appreciation which is very different than gratitude yeah like appreciation is deliberate opening yes that will change your life yeah and even I love, love, love that you brought in that. Yes, please don't ask people out from your controller and from from that. Um, but, and, and please don't tell yourself, like, I, I also am, we've seen this in some of the questions in the new truth Facebook group, actually, 
you have not met your ideal partner that you've never talked to. Like, please don't say the man across the room that you see at the coffee shop every day, he's my ideal partner. I've never even talked to him. Right. So watch out for any kind of fantasy projection, but when you're in appreciation for where you are, you then end up also having faith. Like you, I love the, I, I used to wake up in the morning and be like, what, what surprises will I experience today? Like, I can't wait. And everyone was so impressed with the way I moved to Charlotte. Like I was not worried at all about making friends because Mm -hmm. I act like the creator and author of my love life and my life rather than when doesn't anyone ask me out? I never meet anyone. Da, 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 da. Like feel oh. that energy. Like if you're in the energy of complaining and blaming, your heart is closed and it's shut down. Yeah. And of course, the magical answer is there are literally men everywhere. And if you are a woman who does this, if you just have your routine about your life and you don't do anything fun, and you don't do anything for yourself and you don't try anything new, no, like your, your partner's probably not the pizza delivery guy, you know, like <laughs> you have to be like setting the intention to open to love. That's why that's the name of my dating program. The intention to open to love is not, I'm now going to go on a hunt for a partner. It's I decide, I mean, you and I make that decision every day. We're open to love because that's who we are. Yeah. Which like, is why we have some such beautiful way. communities like yes. open to love is not just one fairy tale romantic person. Like that's the flaw in the system is it tells us there's only one. No, you you feel unbelievable in your life when you're open to loving many and you, it doesn't mean polyamory, but that you have, you're wealthy with love in your life in all areas of your life with that every person. I mean, I'm in love with my clients. I'm in love with you. I'm in love with community. Like I make new friends everywhere I go because I'm open. And you also are always out like you, like I, I, and I think that's the main thing. Like there, if you want to call in a partner, you have to make room Mm -hmm. and there's no room. If you're shut down, there's no room. If you're busy all the time, there's no room. Mm -hmm. If you never take the different route to work. Right. Or you, or you never say yes. Like I, I keep thinking about how meeting men, like just say yes, you know, like, it, like stop deciding, you know, who someone is or what's going to happen and just practice. And this is the magic of dating yeah. is what am I learning about myself as I'm with people? And I probably shared this story before, but it is one of my favorites. You know, one of my friends, when I, we lived in Boston, she took a bus to New York City from Boston and she not, sat next to this really spectacular guy. They flirted the entire ride. She had no idea how old he was. They, he asked her out. They went on a date. Turns out he was too young for her. <laughs> so she didn't want to go out with him. But she, the next day she really, she called a bunch of us and was like, who is around his age that would just be great for him? Cause this guy is so great. Mm. She set him up with one of her friends. They are now married. They just had a baby. Like you have to feel that's why it's the being yourself everywhere in your life. And imagine what would be different if that's actually how we carried ourselves. Like maybe you're not for me, but my God, you'd be great with my friend. Right. And how many women, Oh, I'll never want to be set up with someone. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Say yes to life, be open to life, meet people, be willing to meet people, be willing to do things differently. Uh, You know, what's, oh man, what is that phrase? Like you can't give to like a closed fist. You probably know what this one is. What is it? 
you can't, I mean, whatever, you can't fill a closed fist, right? Like you need to live life with open hands. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's when, go ahead. No, no go ahead. No, no. I just want, I was want to say like that story, like that, this is, and I've experienced this oh, like literally every day. This is the divine orchestration of life. It's magical. Yes. You don't have to be in control. Like put your freaking the, the universe in the driver's seat and get in the passenger seat. It doesn't mean you be passive. You're still navigating. You're still being like, okay, turn right. Okay, go here. Like you're still <laughs> showing up for your life. Yeah. You're still engaging with life, but remember the magic because you, and maybe start doing some evidencing of all those times in your life. Like I couldn't get on a flight to California because I was meant to stay in Athens for five more days because I was meant to go on my first date and experience Bumble because I was meant to mm-hmm. decide I was moving to Athens, find my neighborhood, find an apartment. Like all of these things, divine things happened in that week because the universe was like, Kate, you can't go to California because this is meant to happen. And I could have easily argued with reality. I did for a minute, but then I was like, whoa, something cool is about to happen. Like that is how life is always working. But when we are paddling upstream and trying to like control everything ourselves, we're missing it. And how many women are trying to control the narrative? So they end up like just going and marrying someone they don't feel good to be in a relationship with or rushing a relationship. It feels so good because they're so deprived of feeling good that they rush, 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 rush. And next thing you know, they're walking down the aisle and they barely know the person. Like it's, it's, it's so sad because it's, it's, and it's not our fault. This is the setup, but you, there is so much magic orchestrated for you. Like your life is, if you like, you're going to get to the end of your life and be like, whoa, took so many turns. Yeah. It took so many turns. I didn't know what it was going to take unless your saboteur is in charge and you're controlling everything and you're living in misery every day because you believe you have no, no choice when you do have choice and you're divinely supported. So, you know, if this doesn't make sense to you, I mean, Catherine and I help women anchor into this in both of our work, because this is like my clients after the immersion are like, oh my God, and then this thing happened and then this thing happened and then that, like, because they're actually yeah. living from a different place, yeah. the magic, the beautiful loverships and, you know, business Friendships. opportunities and fr- soul sisterhood and, and, you know, epic everything, like everything yeah. comes and life shows us where we're meant to go when we surrender and when we actually stop mm-hmm. trying to control everything. So when you're meant to experience love and even like we've, like we talked about, you know, how to meet men in real life, well, maybe you're meant to fall in love with a woman. We've certainly interviewed multiple people who that has just, and I have so many people in my life who that's happened where they've just fallen in love with a person who happens to be a woman. They aren't into women. They just fell in love with a woman. And like, none of us know where we're headed. I mean, that's Glennon Doyle's story. She fell in love with Abby and she was married to a man. And it's, I mean, life will surprise you over and over and over again. And the surprises are so juicy and delicious, but we miss them because we're so busy trying to control the story and have it be what we think it's supposed to be, as opposed to being deeply committed to letting it surprise us and letting like, Ooh, I wonder what's coming. I wonder what's next. All I have to do is walk through the world with my heart open, connecting, engaging with life and being rooted in my truth and being able to stand with and pour myself. Like that's what matters. And that's the way it works. Yeah. That's, that's the way it works. Meet men or women or anything in between. Not in on life. the hunt. IRL. Not on the freaking hunt. 
not trying to make anything happen. And I think it's Michael Beckwith. I always come back to this. Like you don't make it happen. You make it welcome. Yeah. Love, love is not welcome in your life. If you are shut down and cold and you've turned off your heart and you've turned off your light and you've turned off your confidence and you're waiting for someone else to kiss you and wake you up. Cause that's what the fairy tale said. That's not how it works. And this is, I, I can't wait. And, and we would love to hear your stories. Like I, I love, I think it was a couple of years ago. I just posted on Facebook, like, how have you met your partner? I mean, there was every possible story on yeah. the planet, you know? And, and so we get that it's hard, like living from non-attachment is hard, but that's the work right? Like, and when you let go, when you surrender, I mean, even when I started online dating to find a partner, I wasn't like, I'm finding a partner. Like I was like, okay, I'm just going online. And I believe with all my heart, that's why it happened so fast for me because I was that surrendered. Like I wasn't trying to make anything happen. And so may you decide right now, like, who do I want to be? How do I want to walk through the world? And if you need help opening your heart, healing the trauma from the past, mm-hmm. letting go of the obsession you have with your freaking ex, right. Or whatever mm-hmm. it is, that's keeping your heart closed. That's when you work with us and we're here yeah. for you. Yeah, we are for sure. So that's it for me. Anything Love it. last words from you? I mean, that's it. Don't be afraid to talk to strangers. That's a message we got <laughs> yes. a lot when we were kids and yeah. you don't need to be afraid of strangers. Like obviously trust your intuition, which is why it's so important to be in your body and actually knowing the signals that, you know, if something feels really off to trust that, but for the most part, you're safe and you can connect and have conversations with strangers and they're not going to bite your head off. I can't tell you how many people I've met on airplanes who are still my friends at hockey games in Arizona, Frank, who I went on a date with, who's like such a babe. And he's still my friend who like I doing talks on stage. One talk I did with men, my, one of my closest guy friends, Dave is I met at a talk like Mm -hmm. there. And and that's another thing, like stop being so attached to, if you meet a man, it means you're meant to be in a relationship with him. Like, yeah, I have so many beautiful male friendships that are like such gifts Mm -hmm. to my life. And I like love and adore them, like crush energy almost, but I'm not, but I, but it's just not a romantic thing. It's just this like sweet connection. And I met them Mm -hmm. in, in real life in spontaneous ways. So again, like check the fantasy addict at the door, because just because you even have a connection with a man and it's amazing and it's easy and it's flowing, doesn't mean you're meant to be in a romantic relationship. Even if you find him attractive, doesn't mean you're meant to be in a romantic relationship. That's the trust part, surrendering and letting it unfold. We'll have to do an episode on the importance of being friends with men. Yes. Because if you don't have male friends, I can guarantee that you're objectifying men. Yeah. Yeah. Because being friends with men means you're not trying to get anything from them. And the moment you try to get something from a man, you're objectifying him. So that will be for another episode to be continued. (laughs) But I love, 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 because that is also part of the non-attachment with meeting men in real life. I'm not trying to find a boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I'm open to meeting people. And that's my intention because my energy feels that way. And I keep thinking about how refreshing like everyone's longing for connection. There's nothing more refreshing than the open-hearted, friendly person who walks in the room that just sets the whole, the tone of the room, right? We all want to be around that person. We all want to go talk to that person. And, and that's my commitment to wanting to be that way in my life. And 
on the days when the light's off, that's okay. There's days when I don't want to talk to anyone when I go to the freaking grocery store. That's okay. <laughs> you don't have to be on all the time, but feel how it's my choice. Like I have the energetic doors if I'm closed today. <laughs> I don't want to talk to anyone and I'm open. And that's what the healing gives you back. And you kept saying the word too, like choice is what you get back when you're not living from your trauma or your wounding or your saboteur. Yeah. So, okay. Exactly. That's it for real now. Yeah. In real life, <laughs> IRL, FRL for real life. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. See we'll talk soon. to you soon. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.